Hi, everybody. I'm Dave Von Kleist, and we all know that knowledge is power. That means it's time to power up. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or sponsors of this radio station. Well, I don't really believe that, but I have to say it anyway. I can guarantee you that they're certainly not the opinions of the mainstream media or any of the government alphabet agencies because they do not want the truth out there. They hate the truth. They produce propaganda. They lie. And they do everything that they can to distract you from the truth. Anyway, welcome. Welcome to today's show. It's Thursday, January 18th. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you're situated on this great, big, beautiful blue globe. Anyway, it's just about one minute past the top of the hour, whatever hour you're sitting in. And yes, you're doggone right. These monsters will lie to you left and right, top, bottom, up and down. They will lie to you everywhere. No wonder uh, Donald Trump calls them the fake news. Well, I was calling them on their on their lies 28 years ago when I recorded this song. It's called, well, You Won't Be Trusted Anymore. And this is the last verse in it because, hey, what goes around comes around and justice is coming. Here it is. We can't wait for you to start to get honest. No, we can't. We can't wait for you to start to be true. They don't know how. We can't wait for you to finally discover oh. that the things you did can be done to you. Oh. We can't wait to see the table is turning, forcing you to see the things that you've done. We can't wait for you to face the music, understanding that there's no place to run. See the faces turn white as the people unite. Watch the roaches take fight as you turn on the light. You won't be trusted anymore. No, you won't. No, no, no. You won't be trusted anymore. No, no. You won't be trusted. 28 flipping years ago, I wrote that song. Do you know that the word frustration just doesn't do it for me? I mean, I can't tell you, I was screaming from the rooftops many, many years ago. I was inspired by Ezekiel chapter 33, where God says, assign a watcher on the wall, and his job is to blow the trumpet when he sees the sword come upon the land. If he blows the trumpet and the people don't listen, their blood is on their own head. But if he sees the sword coming and he blows not the trumpet, the blood is on his head. Well, I won't have the blood on my head. I have to look in the mirror and know that I'm seeing someone who's honest and true and has in some te- integrity and principles. And I've stuck by that all this time. And as they say, no good deeds go unpunished. Anyway, all right, I'm going to throw some truth at you here, folks. I don't think you have to be a rocket scientist to figure out that there is a globalist push to destroy the United States. Because the United States has a constitution and, more importantly, a bill of rights And that is a major obstacle for them to establish a world government. I mean, after all, the United States is one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful in the world. And they have to destroy this country so that they can have their new world order, as Klaus Schwab and so many others have put it. 
And they've been screaming about this for decades, generations. This is their long-term plan. But I'll tell you, folks, we are right now under attack. World War III is fully engaged right now, and most people are just too dumb to see it. I hate to say it that way, but they're just not paying attention. Oh, they're watching the football playoffs, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, March Madness is right around the corner. They're paying attention to that. Oh, and Howie Mandel now has a new TV show, a new deal or no deal. They're paying attention to that. But if they try to, if they go to listen to a show like this, they're going to think, oh, this guy is crazy. He's a right-wing, left-wing, neo-Nazi, skinhead, uh, whatever label they want to put on me, because that's what they did all those years ago. Under the Clinton administration, I was labeled as a right-wing extremist. And then under the Bush administration, I was a left-wing extremist. And then when Obama got in there, I was a right-wing extremist again. That Whatever they want to put on you. But I got to tell you, folks, we are seriously under attack. World War III is happening, and it's not happening with uniformed troops and tanks and guns and planes and bombs and ships and all kinds of stuff like that. No, 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 no. This is an entirely different war. And the invasion is happening as we speak. Millions, millions of people are flooding across the southern border and we're sitting here sucking our thumbs and watching TV. And a lot of these, these uh, uh, <clears throat> immigrants are of military age. And I have to tell you something, and this is the God's honest tr uh, truth, folks. The U.N. and the Red Cross are handing out maps to a lot of these military age immigrants so that they know where to go. First of all, they have to get across the border. So they've got maps that show the easy places to get through. And then on top of that, a lot of them are being given addresses. Okay, you go to Cincinnati, you go to Chicago, you go to L.A., you go to Seattle, you go to Boston, you go to New York, you go to Atlanta. And I guarantee you they have safe houses there where they will be housed and fed and clothed and taken care of. And they will be uh, debriefed briefed and debriefed and they will be given missions. Now, I can doggone tell you, they, you know, I've got... Plenty of videos, and I know a lot of you have seen videos of heavy-duty military hardware on railroad cars moving all over this country. Well, yeah, we know that uh, the military-industrial complex is manufacturing all this stuff, shik-shing, and making shik-shing lots of shik-shing money so they can shik-shing sell it to the shik-shing people overseas, shik-shing. But a lot of that is already here. And I have no doubt in my mind, and I'm only speculating at this point, I can't state it as fact, but I have very serious concerns that these safe houses that are being put in place for a lot of these military-age individuals coming across the border are very well stocked with guns and ammunition and yeah, Kevlar, all kinds of stuff. So it won't be long before we start seeing real action on our soil. Now, the sad thing is, um, down in Texas, the governor there is trying to take matter into his own hands and close the border. Well, the federal government is doing everything they can to stop him. Why? Why would the federal government try to stop a governor from protecting his own border? Well, maybe that indicates that this is exactly what they want to happen. Can you put these puzzle pieces together, ladies and gentlemen? I, I, I want to remind you. I want to remind you, in the Constitution, it says in Article 1, Section 8, I believe it's paragraph 16, it says Congress has the power 
to exercise exclusive legislation in all cases whatsoever over such district not exceeding 10 square miles. Stop right there. Do you understand what that means? Power ha- uh, Congress has the power to exercise exclusive legislation in all cases whatsoever over such district not exceeding 10 square miles. That means federal law does not compute in the states. They can do anything that they want in, in Washington, D.C. Well, maybe that's why they're removing D.C. from a lot of the signs in Washington. It just says Washington. No longer does it say D.C. Anyway, that's aside the point. Bottom line here is that the federal government can do anything that they want in such district not exceeding 10 square miles. So federal law should have no jurisdiction in the states. I mean, after all, why do we even have states then? Why do we have a state border? Why do we have state constitution, state police, state legislature, state laws? If the federal government is, overrides all that, well, then we're not United States anymore, are we? What this means, folks, is that if this is a government of, by, and for the people, And that's us. That's you. That's me. That's all of us. But we have all been conditioned to to basically pass the responsibility of governance over to the federal government. There's we've got to you know, I hate to say this, but in in the case like this, the people are going to have to take take things into their own hands. I mean, how how can you defend the southern border? when all the people who live along the southern border are depending upon the federal government to defend the southern border, and they won't do their job. We talked about this a couple days ago. When you contract somebody, when you give somebody a one-year contract to do a job, at the end of the year you assess their job, and either you fire their sorry butt and hire somebody else, or if they're doing the job you want, you keep them on. Well, you look at the sorry job that the federal government is doing, and we keep on keeping them on. Uh, they got to be fired. You got to take them out. You got, I mean, take them out. I don't want to imply that you're going to do anything bad, but I'm just saying you got to take them out of that position. Oh, man, I'm just fired up on this. I've been watching too much news and listening to too many podcasts. And by the way, some of you podcasters out there, I mean, you guys must think that we have nothing better to do than to sit on our butts and listen to you for two hours or three hours. I don't have that time. I want information. You know, I mean, they sit down for the first 15 minutes, they're talking about their coffee mug or whatever, this and that. And then they finally start discussing a topic and they draw it out forever. Now, there's some really good podcasters out there. I try to listen to as many as I can. But I would suggest you try to keep your subjects down to like a 10 or a 15 minute period of time. Because (laughs) let's face it, the American public doesn't have much more than a 10 or 15 minute attention span. So, I mean, that's why I see this program as sort of like a Red Pill 101. I know I'm preaching to the choir in a lot of cases, but, um, you know, I'm doing the best I can to get as much information in as short amount of time as I possibly can. Anyway, back to this issue about this southern border invasion. Millions and millions of people coming across with maps. Oh, and how do they get cell phones? Oh, and they're being given stipends and money and all kinds of stuff. And and in, in New York City... They're throwing the children out of the schools and putting immigrants in there. And in Chicago, the police stations have been taken over. They're no longer there to serve the public. They're serving the immigrants. 
This is, this is what's going on across the country. Oh, you sanctuary city idiots out there. <laughs> sanctuary city idiots, I could, should call them. How do you like what you got now? <sighs> My gosh. Oh, by the way, there's another thing. There was a, somebody posted on Facebook up in Chicago. There's a gun dealer, and uh, he's pretty upset because he's found out that the ATF has changed their regulations. And now, as the ATF and the federal government is doing everything that they can to disarm the American public, in the meantime, if you're an illegal immigrant, you can go in and buy a gun with no background check. No background check. Oh, you came in from Guatemala? No problem. Here's a gun. <laughs> oh, you're, you're here from Afghanistan? Oh, yeah, here's a gun. I feel like Oprah Winfrey. You get a gun, and you get a gun, and you get a gun. As long as you're not an American citizen, you can have a gun. Not only that, but listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to this one, campers. They're actually considering hiring them to the police force. This is insanity. Folks, our country is going down the tubes. I mean, even Tucker Carlson was screaming about it. I mean, it's, 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 it's heartbreaking. It really is. As a matter of fact, I'm going to play a short clip. You know, you all know Tucker Carlson. Of course you do. Uh, give this give this a quick listen. Here you go. The story of history is the story of invasions. One group of people moving into someone else's land and taking it. One nation ends, another begins. Invasions drive history. Few Americans understand this is happening to them right now. The United States of America is being invaded. For the love of God, this is a damn invasion. Who is allowing this? They invaded our privacy. I think it's an invasion of the country. In other words, it's ending. The country you grew up in no longer exists. Soon it will be unrecognizable. No one is fighting back. Few are even acknowledging it. And the people who lead us are letting it happen. Why are leaders letting this happen? Well, to destroy the country and to change the demographics. Okay, I'm going to pause it right there. That's right. To change the country. To change your attitude. To make you more uh, susceptible, shall we say, or, or uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking at? Never mind. To make you accept the new world plan, the globalist plan, the Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum plan for global order. They have to destroy this country, and they're doing it right in front of America's nose. It's happening right in your face. And, but unfortunately, most of America's got their eyes closed, their ears plugged, and they're going, la, 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 football, la, 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 Hollywood, la, 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 TV. How do you wake up these masses? Well, you know what? I got a funny feeling that you can't. And that means that things are going to go south really quickly. What's coming on the other side will be great, though. I have to be honest, because good never, uh, good always triumphs over evil. Light always defeats the darkness, and that will happen. But unfortunately, as they say, sometimes you have to sm uh, smack the donkey between the eyes with a two-by-four. And sadly, that's sort of the situation we've got here in America. Most of Americans don't have a clue. And I don't care if you're a Christian or a Jew or a Muslim or something. 90% of the Americans don't have a flaming clue about what's going on 
because they have ignored it and because because they have subscribed to the philosophy that you don't talk about religion or politics. It's not polite to have those discussions. Well, how do you ha- how the heck do you expect progress to happen if you don't discuss things? How did progress happen? What what, what happened before there was a uh, before there was a printing press? How did news get around the country and around the kingdom? Well, before there was a printing press or broadcast, radio, television, or anything, the, the, it was the minstrels and the jesters who traveled from town to town and village to village, and they would entertain the people with political satire. That's how the word got around as what was going on in the country. Well, I mean, it's still happening. I mean, we do have stand-up comedians and musicians who are out there screaming from the rooftops. I mean, you all know George Carlin. Oh, yeah, by the way, the, the, you know what he said? He said, murderers in Israel are called, oh, gosh, I don't want to get this wrong. I know I've got it here someplace. Uh, let me scroll through here. I don't want to misquote. Oh, here it is. It says, when you were in school, oh, no, that's the wrong one. When you were in school, did they teach you how to think or did they teach, teach you what you, they wanted you to know? That was one of his quotes. And then there was another quote, and I'm scrolling through here because I know I got it all posted, got a whole bunch of stuff here. But uh, basically, he said, and it should come along anytime now. Where is it? Scroll, scroll, scroll. So much stuff here. Oh, okay. Yes. Israel, Israeli murderers, <clears throat> excuse me. Let me try that again. Israeli murderers are called commandos. Arab commandos are called terrorists. Now, that was, that was George Carlin, folks. It was the comedians and the musicians that put the, put the word out there. Well, I'd like to think of myself as maybe a, a little bit of both. I'm definitely a musician. Maybe I'm not so funny sometime. But, uh, but that's the way it is, folks. I mean, we can't, we can't move forward if we can't discuss things. And people are reluctant to discuss anything. And I have to tell you, it is such an, it's, it's isolating Folks like, like who listen to this broadcast, myself, you know, people who listen to the alternative news, I mean, think about it. In your circle, in your community, how many people can you communicate with? How many people can you relate to? How many people can you discuss these topics with without them getting PO'd at you? They're going to get upset. And it's like the old saying, you know, why do you hate me because I tell you the truth? Who was it that said that? Oh, yeah, it was Jesus or Yahshua, I should say. Yeah, and it's just the truth is shunned, and we've all been conditioned and brainwashed to accept that, and we have to break that cycle. Somehow, you folks, you people out there, it's going to be on you and it's going to be on me to start screaming from the rooftops. Grab that horn and start blowing it, because the sword is upon the land. It's happening right now. It's not something that's done, there. oh, we, we could get into World War III if, if Biden keeps doing what he's doing. Oh, and if, if that Trump guy gets in there, we're for sure going to have World War III. No, World War III is already happening, ladies and gentlemen. It's already here. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, my head is spinning because I'm seeing all this stuff happening around me. And uh, we got a break coming up in, uh, yeah, in just a couple seconds. I want you all to remember that you, can, you should go to IngersollLockwood.com and look and look and look for the hidden, uh, the hidden links. 
IngersollLockwood.com. We got a break, and I'll be back in about three minutes. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pastures meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats. And even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the Rotating Sponsors banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Thursday edition of the WTF Reports. Hey, check this song out. There are problems in our country. Yes, we live in troubled times. There are far too many criminals and far too many crimes. I'm locking every window and I'm bolting every door. The tool I'll use in self-defense will even up the score. You can rant, you can rave, you can make your demands, and you can take my gun from my cold, dead hands. Yeah, take my gun away, but give it to the illegal immigrants that are coming in with their hand out. Yeah, that's a great idea. Oh, boy. There are global corporations. They have billions that they pay. 
to the greedy politicians who make sure things go their way. They tax us into poverty and we live from day to day. To them, we're useless eaters. We don't get to have a say. You want to trash this Constitution? Is that what's in your plan? You can take my gun from my cold, dead hand. In every case through history, when genocide was planned, the firearms were gathered up and the opposition banned. The tyrants made distractions and the people looked away. And by the time they realized they couldn't get away, the smiling face on my TV says, we should all join hands and help create this vision of New World Order Plan. We'll downsize our defenses, give our bases all away to a UN Global Peace Force, and we'll do just what they say. Take your globalist agenda and your new world order plans and you can take my gun from my cold dead hands. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the WTF Reports. Uh, just coming up now on 25 minutes past the hour, and that song is done by yours truly, 28 flaming years ago. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I'm afraid it might just have to come to that, folks. It really, it really might have to come to that. If they're going to arm the illegal immigrants and give them missions and locations and tasks to achieve, who's going to be there to defend you? Well, the government's doing everything they can to let these people in. They're doing everything, everything they can to disarm you. They're doing everything that they can to support and house and feed and clothe and fund and arm the illegal immigrants. Don't you folks see it yet? I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe you do. But, I mean, there's only a few of us. I mean, what kind of a footprint does this radio broadcast have? I mean, I'm certainly not up there with Dan Bongino or Ben Shapiro or, oh gosh, any of the other talking heads that are out there. There was a time, yeah, when I was doing the Power Hour, yeah, we, uh, when Joyce and I were doing the Power Hour on the GCN network, oh my gosh, we had a huge following. Uh, we went on in some major market stations like Al- Albuquerque and Chicago and New York and Washington and L.A., and every single time. We are on there for maybe a, mm, two months. The radio station would get sold, change their format, and they either switched over to either Spanish music or sports talk radio. Mm-hmm. They didn't want that information getting out then. They don't want it getting out now. All right, I'm going to touch upon this subject briefly, and maybe I'll even go at it again after the bottom of the hour break. But maybe you've heard what they discovered underneath some of the synagogues in Brooklyn, New York. Yes, tunnel systems. Tunnel systems. What's in those tunnels? Well, some folks that discovered these tunnels started pulling stuff out of there. They came with filthy mattresses and high chairs and mattresses, high chairs. What are you suggesting, Dave? I'm not going to suggest anything. I will leave it to your own imagination as to what was going on in those tunnels. And then all of a sudden, there's this mad dash to get concrete trucks in there to fill up these tunnels. Some people are saying to destroy the evidence. There's some sick people in this world. And I will tell you that one of the main goals to defeat this new world order is to expose the international sex trafficking rings and the satanic rituals that accompany them. I do want to tell you that many years ago, right after the Oklahoma City bombing, I had the pleasure of meeting Ted Gunderson. 
And Ted and I, well, I will tell you, we traded some very important information. Again, I was with Joyce at the time, and we had some very sensitive documents that were being handed to us by military personnel. And in one case, uh, one of the troops that we met with, and I'm not going to say where, I think it was in the Midwest someplace, but anyway, he handed us um, some sub-projects of the MK Ultra project. It had to do with the children that were being abducted. You remember, remember the milk carton babies, the milk carton kids? A lot of these kids were being pulled into these CIA projects, and they were either being turned into, into uh, suicide bombers or assassins, but the overwhelming majority of them were turned into sex slaves. You can do a little search on Kathy O'Brien if you'd like. But anyway, uh, so we had some of these documents, and we shared them with Ted. Now, Ted was the FBI bureau chief in the... Uh, uh, 70s and 80s, and then he began investigating the satanic influences in the government and also in these these uh, circles that were involved in sex trafficking and, and uh, child sacrifice. This is real stuff, folks. This is not conspiracy theory. I'm not, you know, I haven't done too many drugs. That's not the case at all. This stuff has been going on for a long, long time. So anyway, they got these Brooklyn tunnels that uh, people are all discussing right now. It's it's sort of it's not in the mainstream, of course. They will never talk about that. You don't want to talk about the Orthodox Jews having anything like that going on. And by the way, I'm not singling out the Jews because there are Christians out there that are doing the same doggone thing. It's got nothing to do with Christianity or Judaism. It's Satanism and Luciferianism. Anyway, when we come back, I'm going to touch upon this a little bit more. I want to share my own personal experiences with this. I'm Dave Von Kleist. This is the WTF Reports. We'll be back in about three minutes. Stay with us. Every rule you break, every job you take, and every dime you make, we'll be watching you. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop and lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop and lift? Our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the ease-off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease-off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. 
Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. Owners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Wake up today. Will this that you'll repeat it if you don't take time to learn your history? Bye. Bye. And Thomas Jefferson said there has never been a country ignorant and free. So if you're serving in a uniform, I hope you recognize that the ones that give the orders are the ones that tell the lies. If they tell you we're the enemy, you're in for a surprise. It isn't me. Not me. Not me. Not me. Not me. I'm a Constitution devotee. I'm not the enemy, folks. No siree, Bob. I'm a friend of the Constitution, and if you're listening to this show, I can assume that you are, too. It's 34 and a half minutes past the hour, whatever hour you're sitting in. This is the WTF Report, and I'm your host, Dave Van Kleist, and I'm so glad to be here. Uh, and I li- I'd like to invite you to join me. Why not? Give us a call. Belly up to the telephone bar, 512-248-8252. Again, that's 512-248-8252. Write it on the wall if you like. All right. I got to touch on something. This is personal. Um... Okay, I, I got to come down from that. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit upset about this because, uh, as Trump has said, we do have a major, major problem. It is probably the number one problem, not just in this country, but in the entire world, and that is sex trafficking and ritual abuse of children. This is real, folks. You can turn your face. You can plug your ears. You can ignore it if you want, and that just guarantees its perpetuation. You need to face this head on. 
I'm going to tell you in my own personal life, um, my mom was a very, very beautiful woman. She was a model. She was an aspiring singer, and she was a very good singer. As a matter of fact, she had a vocal coach. His name was Burt Knapp, and uh, he coached, oh, let me see, uh, Gig Young and uh, a bet, oh, yeah, Betsy, uh, yeah, Betsy Palmer and Eliza oh, Minnelli. Yeah, he was a vocal coach for Eliza Minnelli, and he was teaching my mom. Unfortunately, my mom suffered from stage fright. She couldn't, couldn't carry on. But that's not the point. The point is that she was a very beautiful and talented young woman. Unfortunately, she had to face abuse. Now, there's all kinds of abuse. There's, of course, sexual abuse. But there's also psychological abuse and emotional abuse, you know, physical abuse. But unfortunately, my mom had to face that. And uh, I, was an, I was an only child. I was, you know, I was brought up by a single mom, and she was struggling to make things, make, things, uh, make ends meet. And as I became an adult, um, I, I've met many, many beautiful women. My first wife was very, very beautiful. Margaret was a gorgeous young thing. People used to say, my gosh, what did you do to get her to marry you? <laughs> you know? But I've known many very attractive women in my life. And unfortunately the overwhelming majority of them have had to face some sort of abuse one way or the other. Now, I'm not going to get into the gory details, but I want you to use your imagination. What do you suppose the long-term effect is on a young girl who's been raped? Think about it for a second. What could you possibly steal from someone? What is the most precious thing that you can steal from somebody? How about the ability to love and trust. That, think about that. If a, if, if a girl is raped, do you think that she's going to be able to trust? Do you think that she's going to be able to, to, to love again? This is the greatest theft you can take from a human being. And I've seen this over and over and over again, and it breaks my heart. You know, because, you know, I see this and I think that some of these women understand that I understand that, you know, and this is why I end up befriending, you know, these these women. And and they're just really honest and open with me about that. And this is, you know, it just it breaks my heart. It brings me to tears sometimes because this is what this is. This is what our society has put upon us. This is what television and movies are. Everything is sexualized. And unfortunately, the sex education that most of the men get are from porn films. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. And this is, again, another, another aspect of the breakdown of our society. So, I mean, this is, this is one of the reasons why I have always been a very strong advocate for severe punishment for rapists and pedophiles. You know, the Bible says, you know, if you hurt one of these little ones, you know, you should have a millstone tied around your neck and thrown into the sea. There should be no mercy for these people. And I think that this is one very solid reason why we should bring back capital punishment. Oh, Dave, no, you're not going there, are you? Yes, I am. There's no room in this. I don't want to waste good oxygen on these people breathing. They don't deserve this. And I will tell you right now, if they were to start instituting capital punishment for rapists and for pedophiles, you watch how quickly these cowards would stop this activity. I mean, if they're proud that what, about what they're doing, then why do they have to have tunnels underneath the cities to hide their nefarious deeds? 
mean, this is this is some sick stuff. This is what gets me really pumped up. Anyway, I had a couple of other issues that I wanted to get to, but I'm going to put them aside. All right, let's go to the phones. 512-248-8252. And please don't wait to the last segment of the show to call in. I don't know why. I got three minutes left of the program, and all of a sudden, I got six phone calls that come in. If you want to join the show, now's the time to do it. So let's go to Renee in North Carolina. Hi there, Renee. How are you today, dear? I'm doing good. You just made my day. I think you made history, too. This may How be, so? See, I always did sense that off of you, that you didn't have, shall we say, the kind of knuckle-dragging tendencies that some other men have. I think you just made history in right-wing radio, having compassion for what women have to go through. Thank you so much. Because well, it's, it's all it's, about me, 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 me. I'm the biggest victim. Me, 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 me. I'm the biggest victim all day, every day. So I want to thank you for that, and I want to share this with you. you that that thing about the immigration um, yeah. with Tucker Carlson, if you mm-hmm. go to Jimmy Dore, he shows the tape where Dick Durbin, the Senator Dick Durbin, is admitting that they're bringing in these people, you can see it at Jimmy Dore, I'll give you the title. He's got Tucker Carlson on there, and he's got this clip of J- Dick Durbin where they're admitting, this is all deliberate, that they need these immigrants for the military. That's why they're all young men. They have to pass the physical. They're bringing them in because they're, they're, their military is having trouble with recruitment and that um, they're bringing them in, and if they join the military, they'll give them citizenship. That's why I get angry when people that, blame the wrong people. Those well, that's horse hockey. people are at the border are not the problem. It's the people behind the scenes. And I might point out that Dick Durbin's a white man. But the thing is, a lot of these conservative types who are kind of like white male supremacists, they cannot see wrongdoing when their own kind does it. It's like they've got a blindfold on, and they're playing the divide-and-conquer game. They yep. think they're the solution, but they're the problem. They're, the way they're with their tribalistic views, they're keeping us from coming together to where we can actually get somewhere with these people. Oh, you need to see this clip of Dick Durbin. He says it out loud. This actually, I looked, but boy, when I heard you, what you were saying, I went, I went to YouTube and I'm looking for it. The title is Our Immigration Policy is Leading to a Revolution and it's got Tucker Carlson, and it's at, on YouTube at Jimmy Dore, because we get to see one of our big white, most senators are white male, let's tell the truth, and it's both parties. I know some people go, oh, yeah, but he's a Democrat. It's both parties, like we used to say back in the day. Yes. Two wings are the same bird, okay? Well, i got to tell you, I, I, I have to have agree to disagree that. with you on this. I mean, I can understand why some people are saying, okay, we need to bolster up our military so we can, we can bring in some of these immigrants, and if they're willing to serve, we'll give them citizenship. But I really don't think that these immigrants have any clues to what it is to be an American and to have a Constitution and a Bill of Rights and how to defend it. I, I mean, I'd like to believe what you're saying, but unfortunately... Everything in my every fiber of my being tells me it's the opposite. That because they want to destroy this country, 
They are trying to, even our own government is doing everything they can to destroy this country. They're not going to bring immigrants in here to defend it. I don't know what you disagree with. I'm saying the same thing. It's our own politicians who are orchestrating this invasion. That's why they're paying for them to stay in free places and everything else. They do the divide and conquer game from both ends. Like I make the joke, I bet the person who in the CIA uh, brainstorming session, if you're a fly on the wall, was killing themselves laughing with the one who came up with dressing men up like Dolly Parton and having them read uh, in libraries (laughs) for children. And then it's the same thing on the other side. They keep aggravating people on each end. It's both ends, okay? They do it from both ends to agitate agitate and annoy people so we will fight. Yes, And we have to see it from both ends. But when people play one side of the paradigm, I don't care which side you're on, that's when you are aiding them, whether you realize it or not. Like I said, you need to see this Dick Durbin clip, because you will see. This is all their plan. They're doing this. I agree. Our own politicians are out uh, to destroy America. See, think yes, about it. If, if you yes, can destroy and, and the most the way, powerful you, you, nation in the world first under globalism, the people who are weaker can go, well, if they lost, what chance do we have? So they won't even fight and they'll fall in line. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. And by the way, you're absolutely right. Jimmy Dore does a great job. Uh, his program is is very good, very informative. Like I said a little while ago, there are a lot of these podcasters. Unfortunately, they put together a two-hour podcast or a three-hour podcast, and most of us don't have the time to sit there and listen for two or three hours. You know, and a lot of this is is just fluff, or they just you know they just don't get around and get to the point. I would rather just do a one-hour show like we're doing right now. And hit a bunch of different topics and, you know, hammer it home and also get some feedback from you. And by the way, Renee, I, I appreciate your, your kind thoughts on the issue about, about women and about, you know, abuse, et cetera, et cetera. And there's something that I want to share with you and all the rest of the listeners. Uh, years ago, I wrote an article and it was called The 168 Hours. Now, there are 168 hours in the week. So let's start subtracting the time that you use for sleep, okay? If you're doing eight hours a night, eight hours sleep a night, you take that time off, okay? Seven nights, eight hours, do the math. Okay, then you take off, say, a 40 or 50-hour work week, and then the travel time to and from, and then you take off the time for, you know, running your chores or going, to, you know, going shopping or doing the laundry or going to the doctor's office or taking the kids to school, you know, all the other chores that you've got. Then you take off the time that you're going to be on your computer or doing stuff at home or watching TV, et cetera, et cetera. And you whittle down those 168 hours. And then it comes to the issue of intimacy. Dare I say sex? Yes. The average couple has And who has, has the sex. energy after all that? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, listen to this. The average couple has sex three times a week, okay? And the average duration, believe me, I looked this up years ago. The average duration, and I'm sorry, girls, but the average duration is about 20 to 22 minutes. So out of 168 hours, the intimacy issue only totals one hour. So all you guys out there, all you guys listen up. You seem to think that you got to focus in on that one hour. You do everything you can to get that one hour a nick-nick. 
All right. But the point is, if you don't have your other 167 hours together, if you're not taking care of business, taking care of your job, getting enough sleep, doing your chores, helping out your partner with errands, et cetera, et cetera, what makes you think that your partner is going to be receptive to having a roll on the hay with you? It ain't going to happen. You want the icing, you but you don't it. want the, and the cake. Thing, the thing is, you know what's sexy? Emptying the dishwasher or something else without being have to, having to That's ask. right. That's right. Thank you, Renee. That's Listen, sexy. I'm going to move on. I'll turn her on. Thank you for the call, Renee. It's always good to hear from you, my dear. Um, anyway, yeah, I wanted to just basically plant that idea in all you guys' heads. You've got to focus on all the other stuff. I mean, you know, you've got to have a cake before you get the icing. So focus in on the cake and take care of all the other stuff, and then maybe you'll have a harmonious relationship. All right, let's go. Uh, okay, once again, the phone number. Call in. If you're going to call in, call in now. 512-248-8252. Let's go to Boston, Beantown. Say hello to Derek. Derek, first-time caller. Uh-oh. Yeah, first-time first caller. caller. Yes, hello. You get uh, I just wanted to say. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I just blew the whistle. You're a first-time caller. Good to hear from you. Yeah, good. I, first time I heard you on here, but I don't pay much attention. But, uh, <laughs> okay. Like Brother, like Brother Nathaniel said, anyone who votes is completely brainwashed. Ask your government, your politicians. They're not your politicians. They're bought and paid for by the bankers who print the money and charge you, your own government, to print your own money. Wake up, people. Who controls the money controls your politicians. You have no stake in the game. The banks own it all. Well, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I know. I know I'm not wrong. That should be the number one thing with people who vote. They're like, wait a minute. Why are we paying interest on the money we're printing? Your delusional right. voters, use your brain. They're not your politicians. Have a great show. I love listening to you. Well, I'm glad that you called in, Derek. I appreciate it. But you're absolutely right. You know, I mean, you stop and think about it. The average Joe, I mean, how much money does the average Joe donate to his or her fav favorite candidate during the election? All right. I mean, most of us don't have two nickels to rub together, so we don't have that much to donate. And if we do, it's just a pittance. So, as far as campaign contributions are concerned, where does the bulk of the campaign contributions come from? It comes from the major corporations. So, once that, that politician gets elected into office, ask yourself this common sense question. I know a lot of smoke is going to come out of some people's ears, you know. But you ask yourself the question, who will that politician represent? Will they represent you or the corporation that just gave them $10,000. I don't think it takes too much gray matter to figure that out. And unfortunately, that is exactly where we are. This is why this government of, by, and for the people is no longer of, by, and for the people. It's of, by, and for the corporations. And it's as simple as that. Money talks and BS walks. We've heard that so many times. You know, years ago... Uh, I was going to make a bumper sticker. Now, see if you can picture this in your head. Okay, there's a bumper sticker, and it's got a, a, a Star of David. It's got a cross. It has a crescent moon with a star. 
It has an Egyptian ankh. It has a peace sign. And it has a dollar sign. And underneath it asks the question, which one do you worship? It goes on to say, don't answer. Your actions speak louder than words. The bottom line here is that we, not just as a nation, but as an entire Western culture, the entire West, all of Europe and most of the world, worships the dollar. It's as simple as that. It really is. People will compromise their principle if they know that there's a real healthy purse for them to do so. And this is why, and I don't care if you're in the public sector or the private sector, as you climb that ladder of success and you get higher and higher, eventually you're going to reach a particular rung or a step that will require that you compromise your principles. You betray your own morals. And unfortunately, because of the love of money, people will go ahead and they will, okay, well, I'll do that. And once you've done that, then you're done. You can be controlled. And this is why so many of our politicians and corporate leaders are in deep fecal matter right now. Because at some point, they were offered an opportunity to cross a particular line and they crossed it. I mean, that's what we were talking about on Tuesday. This is what Robert Maxwell was. Robert Maxwell was Ghislaine, Max, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's father. He was an Israeli Mossad agent, and his specialty is blackmail. They entice the, the elected officials, our politicians, corporate leaders, etc., etc. They entice them with sex. Yeah, that's right. Beautiful young girls. Yeah, they'll come and do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, okay. And they get them on videotape doing that, and then they can be blackmailed. This is standard operating procedure. Nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to admit that. Oh, my politician would never have done that. Oh, 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 that, oh, that Hollywood star would never have done that. Oh, my gosh. Folks, you've got to wake up and smell the gunpowder. This is standard operating procedure. I mean, we know that Hollywood is crawling with pedophiles. It, it, I mean, this is, it's becoming common knowledge. And unfortunately, most people, and I know a lot of them, a lot of these people just don't want to admit that because it's too ugly. It's too ugly a picture to look at. Well, I'm telling you, it's time for people to wake up and look at it. Stare the beast in the eye. Stare this beast down. Light will defeat the darkness. Good will defeat the evil. But good people are still sitting on their butts. Good people don't want to admit that. They don't want to get their hands dirty. Oh, it's too ugly. I don't want to do that to anybody. Folks, it's time. We're at war here. This is this, Humanity is on the line. It seriously is. And this is not insanity. This is not craziness that I'm talking about. The entire human population might not survive what's coming. And maybe that's part of the globalist plan. I mean, we all know that they want to reduce the population by 90%. It was etched in the, uh, the Georgia Guidestones until, the, until they were blown up last year or the year before, whenever it was. You know, maintain the human population at no more than 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. I quote that. That was the number one tenant on the Georgia Guidestones. That means out of 7.5 billion people, that means 7 billion got to go. That's right. How do you suppose they're going to achieve that goal? 
Oh, maybe it's disease X that's about to come out. Oh, that's another topic I was going to touch on today, but um, flat running out of time. Maybe we'll do that on Tuesday. Disease X is going to be something to hold. You better hold that close. To, you know, they say hold your enemies close, your friends close, and your enemies closer. Start paying attention to this disease X thing because it's coming, folks. It is coming. All right, let me see. We got about, uh, ooh, gosh, five minutes, less than that, four minutes left of the program. Let's quickly go to Montreal and say hello to uh, Romeo. Oh, there, Romeo, where are you there? Hello, where's that phone call in Montreal? I'm not hearing it. Uh-oh, I think we might have lost Romeo. No, there's no Mio on Romeo. <laughs> All right, well, I got my little whistle here. If you're a first-time caller, you get the whistle. There you go. But anyway, no, not this time for Romeo. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this Disease X. Okay, well, I'll just take us out to the end of the show here. Disease X is something you want to pay attention, pay attention to. Remember that Bill Gates was sitting there next to Melinda a couple of years ago, and they were both smirking? And saying, yeah, well, this, uh, th- this COVID thing is basically just going to get your attention. <laughs> yeah, they got something else coming down the road. And they're saying that this disease X is 100% fatal. 100%. Okay. Well, anyway, okay, I think we got Romeo back on the, on, the, on the line here. Go ahead. Montreal, Romeo, are you there or are you not? Speak up now or forever hold your peace. Yes, hello, Dave. Yeah, there he is. First time caller, Romeo. Welcome to the show. You've only got about a minute and a half. What do you got? Hello? Uh, Dave? I would like yes, go. There, go, two... speak. Tell me. I can, I can hardly hear you, but do you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Please talk okay, to me. Go. Okay. The, the first thing is... The way to stop this immigrants coming in from the United States is to stop the wars. People don't seem to care in the United States of what the governments are doing in the rest of the world. I mean, what do you expect from people if you're bombing them, destroying their country? Yeah. Where, where, is, where are they to go? Why not just mm-hmm. stop these wars? I mean, if stopping the war will stop the majority of other people's coming in. Yeah. Oh well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Romy. I wish you'd called in earlier because we're flat out of time. The music's playing. We're coming into the, the show, but you make a doggone good point. Why are we bombing them? Well, I shixing think shixing. I have the answer shixing to that. It's because of money and power. That's why, Romeo. Hey, listen. Keep this number handy. Give me a call next week when we're back on the air. I'd like to hear from you again. All right, folks, that's going to wrap it up for today's installment of the WTF Reports. I'm your host, Dave Von Kleist. I so appreciate your listenership, and hopefully we can grow this program into a formidable, formidable, I can't even say formidable force there is. <laughs> Y'all have a great week, and I will be back next Tuesday at 12 noon Mountain Time. That's 2 o'clock Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Y'all be good. You'll be safe. Y'all be free. God bless you. To or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the ease off? 
It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth, truth.